You're listening to The Business Marketing Show. On this episode, we have our special guest, Kim Barrett, from YourSocialVoice.com.au. You can find us at BusinessMarketingShow.com, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Hi everyone, this is Ed K. Smith from thebusinessmarketingshow.com and onlineimpact.com.au. I have a special guest here today, Kim Barrett from yoursocialvoice.com.au. I met Kim over in Sydney several weeks ago at the Traffic and Conversion Conference run by digitalmarketer.com and Ryan Dice. And we had a bit of a chat, discovered we both live in Perth and uh, now Kim's coming over to be a speaker at the Netpreneur Summit in Tokyo on the 5th and 6th uh, of September. So welcome, Kim. How are you, mate? Yeah, really well. Thanks a lot for having me. You're most welcome. You're probably one of the closer guests I've interviewed. Typically, most people I speak to are of some other part of the world. Um, <laughs> I was just speaking to Jacob Hiller, who's also one of the, the guests presenters at netpreneur summit in tokyo and he was in peru when i was talking to him so so you're just down the road from me so (laughs) uh, (laughs) so yes thanks for coming on and um we'll have a bit of a catch-up and find out who you are and what you've been doing and uh, what your socialvoice.com.au is all about so you're just a young guy i mean any anyone that i speak to typically they're younger than me because i'm you know i'm getting long in the tooth i'm 47 i'm a a dinosaur in the terms of internet marketing but um you're just a young guy you're uh, you've been in the game for a few years now yep so what were you doing before you started the internet marketing Facebook advertising journey? Yeah, uh, I've always been in um, either some sort of business development or a marketing kind of role. So I worked for five years in an accounting firm, setting up companies and trusts. I was a general manager at an IT company. I was uh, helping a company that was a marketing export company market grain overseas and sell grain overseas as well, Mm -hmm. Um, managed a lot of Forex and things like that. So it helps to have a background in where numbers were very important to to marry that across to the uh, internet marketing and Facebook marketing field because I understand the importance of tracking, measuring and testing and things like that, which I think is, um, it helps a lot with uh, growth and things like that and knowing when to scale and when not, when you have a great understanding of numbers. Yeah, and that's a good point. A lot of people get lost with the numbers, don't they? They sort of stick yep. their head in the sand and don't really look at them, but numbers don't lie. At the end of the day, it is what it is. And if you've got a, a really bad result and your metrics are telling you so, then you have to adjust and you know uh, yep. change what you're doing or you know, different tests, etc. Yeah, so, for sure. So you were working and then you decided to leave a, a job environment and then become an entrepreneur how did that happen well uh the last job i was in i um my very first job was super high pressure and it was very very intense work and it was basically like no breaks eat lunch at your desk while you're working kind of thing i went the last job i was at was so relaxed that the first day i was there when i started i finished all my work for the week in a day so i suddenly had (laughs) 
a ridiculous amount of hours spare. And they said basically, well, you can't go home in case something happens. But, you know, we just need you to be here because we get phone calls. We had to be very reactive. If, if an offer came in, we had to, you know, set it up and basically get the ball rolling on it. Right. So I had 6.5 hours a day where I was like, well, I'm going to see if, if I'm getting paid to be here and I'm not doing anything, I may as well see if there's another way for me to be paid also while I'm here to kind of double up, <laughs> double up on the uh, income generating uh, opportunity I had there. So that's when I started looking into uh, online marketing, Facebook marketing, and, and things like that. Okay, so so what was your first touch point in in that game? Who did you start following or learning from? Uh, did you do any courses on on how to do Facebook advertising? Yeah, I mean, at the start, I did. Um, it was back in the day when there was a couple of uh, back in the day, not that long ago, but when there was a couple of hacks, and you could kind of scrape things off Facebook, and um, a lot, I, learned, I got a lot from. Um, I can't even remember what the. Uh, I think it was called Social Lead. Yeah, Social Lead Freak was the program at the time. I saw that, and I went through some of their trainings, and they're like, I was like, wow, okay, cool. You know, I jumped on. Um, uh, read about JVZoo and ClickBank, and I was like, okay, let me see if I can find some of these products. I'll, um, you know, b- before it was the break of the terms of service, I was like, I'll, I'll just get some of these. Just scrape them, and I was getting, you know, like two cent website clicks and sales were coming in. I was like, this is awesome. And then obviously, it, uh, Facebook cottoned on and said, actually, that we don't want you to do that. So um, yeah, then I actually said, oh, okay, crap, I better learn how to do it properly. Um, <laughs> instead of this little hack way. And then I yeah, started um, researching and investing and, uh, in myself and learning different sc- skills and strategies. So I saw a few different things on the internet and a lot of it, to be honest, was, um, was self-taught and just practice after practice. And then I would just, watch, just scour YouTube and for videos and things like that on, on how to do it and how to get better. But um, that's, that's where it all kind of started. Okay, and did you spend a lot of time personally on Facebook before you started doing this? To be honest, I actually didn't. <laughs> when I first started, I actually didn't like using Facebook. Um, but the only reason I was on there was because I was like, well, I'm bored. I'm see if I can find some groups and stuff and interact with people and see what I can do in there. I didn't actually like using Facebook from a personal perspective. Um, okay. From a business perspective, I was like, that's cool. But before that, I was like, uh, Facebook, yeah, it's okay. I'll jump on there because none of my friends were on there uh, very much. I was like, I'll jump on and just have a look around. But then when I realized I could turn it into something that could uh, build an income, I was like, okay, now it's got my attention. Yeah, because I mean, it's a massive platform. What's the last figures? 1.1 billion users or probably higher than that now. Yeah. Um, so that's ridiculous and only getting bigger and bigger. And the advertising and marketing opportunities that are on Facebook are huge, and yeah. uh, you know they're they're a major uh, competitor to to Google now. They're not doing the the figures that Google are doing in their advertising network, but you know that's that's changing on a daily basis. Yeah, and for sure. In particular, now uh, videos become a, a, an absolute super force with with video as well. So you know, there's a bit of a challenge there for for YouTube because people are already in their Facebook feed and they've got these videos. I know I click on them. I mean, I try to avoid clicking on them, but I can't help but clicking on the damn videos. You know, so it's so it's compelling. Sort of, you just have to click. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the the smart thing is, it's playing without noise so sort of like you've almost like oh i've got to hear what they're saying or i've got to hear what's going on it's very very clever um i don't like them they're bastards but (laughs) it's good for marketers it's fantastic the opportunities i think are quite astounding right now we're we're in the very 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 early days 
Yeah, it's huge. And it's funny you mentioned the video with um, the no sound. Apparently, they made that pivot point with the, where they turned the sound off. And they um, when they did that, they increased the revenue they were getting for people. Obviously, the paid advertisement, I think it was like 55%. Um, just by doing the switch where you couldn't, the noise wasn't coming out. So it's like they've got so much data, they know what's what's working and what doesn't, and they're very, very quick to respond. Yeah, okay, awesome. Now, look, you you run workshops on Facebook advertising and, and using Facebook as a marketing platform, and you also service clients. So who would be a typical person that you would deal with in terms of uh, a business? What, what is it that... Um, you you like to look for where where should where should a company be or a business be before they sort of speak to you about getting Facebook advertising? Yeah, so we have two levels now. We've kind of split it out because we did have a lot of uh, small to startup businesses coming to us, and they're like, "Look, we want to do it, and um, we understand it will be beneficial, but they just don't have the budget." So we put together a uh, online training platform for them and a Facebook group and support, and we're just about to relaunch that at the moment. We have about. 30, 30 small businesses in Perth on it and we're about to scale that up to um, worldwide as well. So that's that's coming. So that's a very, very cheap and affordable. So a small business, startup businesses where, and we go from literally from A to Z where it's like, this is how you set up a Facebook page to this is how you do retargeting to, you know, this is how you do dark posts, split tests. This is how you get your landing page software. We give them all the tools that they need there. The second client that we have and work for is, is most of the time it's that they, they are either spending money on Facebook or they have a they understand that they need to spend money on marketing because if they already are spending on Facebook, we can help optimize and scale it for them uh, a lot more effectively than what they're doing because they're probably not testing the correct variables that we can just jump in and go, hey, look, straight away, we know that we can reduce your lead cost by 50%. Like one guy just had on the weekend, he was getting... Um, email opt-ins and it was costing him $17 and to get a name, email, phone number was costing him $60. And I said, look, I don't, I don't even know what you're doing yet, but just based upon the industry that you're in, I know that we can dramatically decrease that minimum of 50%. We'll be able to get that down by that expenditure. And yeah, after working with him for the day, I was like, yeah, he now knows that what he needs to do and it will, it's yeah, dramatically reduce that cost. So um, they're the kind of clients that are almost ideal because they know the benefit of Facebook, but they're just probably not utilizing it to the best of their ability. Yeah, okay. Do you have any specific industries that you work in or work with, I should say, with Facebook that work really, really well? Um, Or is is it really wide and varied? Uh, it is wide and varied, but the ones that we have the most data for because we work with the, uh, the most clients in those fields are probably health and wellness. So I'm talking like uh, PTs, gyms, nutritionists, those sort of people, um, just because we, we do so much for them that we have a really great understanding of that industry. And I love uh, fitness and health myself. So it's the one I'm passionate about and event based industries as well. We do really, really well with we understand how to market um, live events, free events, um, paid events. You kind of have to pivot a little bit and it depends on basically the amount of content you've given to the marketplace. But most of the time we can we do well with them as well. So um, events, we, uh, we, we love to market those as well. And we do really, really well in that field and uh, the finance and financial accounting kind of industry as well. Cool. Now, you spend uh, a lot reinvesting yourself. You go a lot of uh, workshops and, and seminars and conventions around the place, and that's where we, I said before, before, where we met at the Traffic and Conversion Summit in, in Sydney. 
what are your thoughts on attending those types of things and, and masterminds? Uh, do you do you feel that they are of benefit to yourself? Yeah, a hundred percent. I I wouldn't be where I am now if I didn't do that kind of thing. It's like I did a, a scary t- a scary math the other day, and it was like something like a hundred and. $130,000 I've invested in my education in the, in doing that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. And that's just on the events themselves. I'm not incorporating travel costs and hotels and all that sort of stuff as well. So um, the benefit of it is, number one, you're going to learn a lot of information. And number, two, and number two is when you pay for it, you actually take it a lot. You're like, well, okay, if I've spent you know $5,000 to attend this program, I better damn well make sure I'm going to get $5,000 worth of value out of it. And number two, you, you meet other people that understand about investing in themselves and take their businesses serious, uh, seriously as well. That's why, for example, we were at the um, Trucking Convent, uh, Conversion Summit. I always, uh, if they have an option, will go VIP because they're the people that are more invested in their business, understand that how important it is to invest in their business, but also actually take things a lot more seriously because if you go VIP, it's a, it's a slightly higher investment, um, but obviously it's more serious players in that, in that field. Yeah, yeah, we obviously think alike there because uh, it was a good place to to be. And I'm not saying that the people who weren't paying for VIP were not important or or not, uh, you know, clever people. But it just seems to be that little bit of extra uh, seriousness about who was in the uh, the VIP room on the breaks and uh, yeah. you know the conversations that were had were, were were slightly different. That's what that's what I was finding anyway. So yeah, but definitely too true. So. In a very short space of time from when we met, uh, and then you know had a, had a conversation back in Perth, and then bang, you're speaking at the Netpreneur Summit in Tokyo. So that that was cool. Um, yeah, that was awesome. So, what is it about that event that attracted you to to want to speak there? Well, it was funny because I heard about it. Um, I was at another event, a mastermind over in um, Malaysia, and one of the guys. Uh, another guy that's um, speaking there, I'm not sure if he's going to be able to make it, but he mentioned it to me. And then I said, okay, cool. So he's going there. I had, um, I had heard the name before and I was like, I better go and double check again now. I've heard it again. And then I saw you post about it. And then I was like, you, you know, when, when you hear about something or see it from three, four, five different things, yeah. you actually go, there's probably, there's probably a reason why I'm hearing about it so often. Yeah. Um, so I was like, cool, I'm going to jump on and check it out. And then... Um, uh, I got a bit of um, inspiration from a podcast I listened to, and I was like, "I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hit these, I'm just gonna uh, hit these guys between the eyes and, and hit them up." And because I, um, I wanted to get involved once I saw more so like yourself and more of the uh, caliber of people going there, I was like, "I think I can add some massive value." And there wasn't anyone necessarily specifically talking uh, on Facebook. I know a couple of the guys there do really, really well with it, but mm. there wasn't necessarily anyone that I saw that was going to be uh, specifically in that field. So I thought, "Hey, I better." jump in and um, see see what I can offer. Yeah, absolutely. And then we all hopped on and had a conversation, you, you and I and James Brown, and all worked that well and off off we go. So we'll be, yeah. uh, be in Tokyo in September. So that'd be awesome. So you're going to be talking about Facebook advertising. I think that's one of the main things you're going to be talking about, correct? Yeah, Facebook advertising and uh, crafting your marketing message. Awesome. So that, that'd be really cool. So those people who are listening to this uh, episode of the podcast who, who are still sitting on the fence, should we go to Netpreneur Summit or not, um, get on board, particularly if you want to learn some things about Facebook. Uh, Kim is the man. So <laughs> Kim, people who want to find out more about you, where's the best place for them to go? 
Yeah, easy. Uh, jump on yoursocialvoice.com.au. If you want to hit me up on Facebook, I always um, accept as long as you don't spam me with um, how to buy shoes and cheap Ray-Ban sunglasses. I'm happy to accept <laughs> new friends. Um, so that's facebook.com slash Barrett is my name on there. So always happy to help people out and um, chat with people in relation to what they're doing currently on Facebook. Fantastic. All right. Well, look, uh, those who are coming to Netpreneur Summit, I'm sure they'll learn an absolute ton from you. And uh, thanks for taking the time to speak to us on the podcast to give a bit of an update on on what's going on and who you are. And uh, we'll see you in Japan. Sounds good. See you there. You've been listening to The Business Marketing Show. You can find us at businessmarketingshow.com on iTunes, SoundCloud and Stitcher.